Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. A state Supreme Court in Michigan has just rejected an effort to remove Donald Trump from that state's primary ballot. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. This ruling comes eight days after Colorado Supreme Court ruled that Trump should be removed from the ballot. I don't make the rules, ma'am. I just think them up and write them down. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Uh, We found that Joe Biden was using at least three fake names on government emails. Bill Carson's a fake name, huh? Who's your captain? Howie Carr. You just misgendered me again multiple times. Both of you have. She sounds hideous. Well, she's a guy, so... You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority to escort you out the building right this moment if you want to play that game. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'll go home and get your f***ing shine box. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Car Show. 844-500-4242 is the number to call if you'd like to join us this afternoon. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Howie Car today. Couple of uh, protests today at some of the countries, some of the world's busiest airports, uh, JFK and LAX, uh, Fox 11 in Los Angeles reported on the LAX protests which happened after the uh, JFK protests earlier today. Uh, JFK, police arrested, I believe 26 arrests were made of pro-Hamas protesters at John F. Kennedy Airport uh, and the uh, and LAX, I guess, uh, combined. Travelers were forced to get out of their cars, walk to the airport with their luggage in New York after activists demanding a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war blocked the road leading to one of the country's biggest and busiest airports today. Uh, Port Authority Police Department were notified of the protest activity on the Van Wyck Expressway inside JFK around 1130 this morning. 26 arrests were made at JFK, okay? Uh, And Los Angeles... Authorities declared an unlawful assembly this morning after chaos ensued when a group of pro-Palestine protesters blocked traffic outside the entrance of Los Angeles International Airport. Uh, Skyfox flew over the scene, showed heavy traffic along Century Boulevard. At one point, traffic was stalled on the busy roadway, and L.A. airport police recommended those needing to get in and out of the area uh, use a different way. Protests took a turn when LAPD got involved around 9.30 this morning, 12.30 our time, when the group attempted to block the roadway with cement blocks and other objects. As officers moved in, the protesters took off running in different directions while others were taken into custody. Fifteen protesters were detained at LAX. A Fox 11 crew at the scene said the group of protesters carried signs with messages that included, Ceasefire is not enough and Free Palestine. Well, wait a minute. I thought two weeks ago the protests were just calling for a ceasefire. While, by the way, the ceasefire was in effect, they were calling for a ceasefire. And then Hamas ended the ceasefire by firing rockets into Israel once again. 
and then the IDF resumed their operations in Gaza. So make up your mind. What do you want? This is, this is out of hand. This is obviously a coordinated effort to disrupt the lives and livelihoods of American citizens in something that right now we have no direct involvement in. This is a conflict overseas, and this is just the, uh, the protest du jour that the left, the progressives, want to get involved with. It's either Black Lives Matter or uh, defund Wall Street or uh, occupy Wall Street, defund the police, whatever it is. This is the, uh, the protest of the day is this pro-Hamas, free Palestine, when they, they know absolutely nothing about the history there. They know nothing about uh, the occupation of uh, Gaza by Hamas. They know, they know nothing of Israel welcoming Palestinians who want to live in Israel and get away from Hamas. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, and, and it boggles my mind that uh, there are people that, that are openly calling for genocide by, say, by calling for an end to genocide, so they say. Uh, I'm sorry, who were the, the 1,200 or so people that were killed and or dragged out of their, their homes and into Gaza and held hostage, or, or worse, met with fates worse than death? Was that, were, were those Palestinians or were those Jews? Were those Israelis? And by the way, there's another uh, genocide that's going on right now in Nigeria. And you won't hear boo about that. Um, over Christmas, Muslims in Nigeria raided homes in dozens of villages, targeting Christians and killing them and their children leaving some children alive on top of their parents' bodies. Horrific scenes out of Nigeria. You won't hear anything about that. You won't hear any of these protesters calling for an end to that genocide, because that's one that they'd probably openly support. Let's listen. This is uh, earlier today, outside of JFK, Cut 6, Jared. They're getting creative. They're adding verses to the chants. That's points for creativity, I guess. I mean, it's a complete fail because river and forever don't really rhyme. But A for effort, guys. You're you're trying. You're still terrible people for uh, saying such homicidal, genocidal uh, things that you support. But it's absolutely ridiculous that they're, they're continuing this. And they nobody, nobody wants to take up arms themselves and uh, go join Hamas. Why, why aren't they over there fighting the good fight as they see it? Why aren't they supporting Hamas with their, their own lives? Uh, if they deem this as such an important issue and they are willing to put other people's lives at risk by blocking expressways, highways of, of every kind, not just, um, not just uh, highways into airports, but... They've, they've blocked other roads, they've interrupted other events and put other people's lives at risk. 
and you know, and just like they did on uh, on '93, not that long ago, as several years ago, for the Black Lives Matter movement, they blocked Boston's uh, one of Boston's main thoroughfares, and people having medical emergencies couldn't get where they needed to go. Same thing here. These people should be tried and charged and tried with domestic terrorism. But they'll all get off with, with fines and community service. There's nothing to see here. Move along. They, they'll get a slap on the wrist. This, this needs to have some serious consequences, but they won't get it because the, the DOJ will interfere and tell the local courts, hey, you got to take it easy on these people. You know, this is a, this is a heated matter. There, there are different sides to the story here. You gotta, I mean, this is, this is First Amendment stuff. It's not First Amendment. When, when you are interrupting somebody's day and preventing them from getting there where they need to go, and you're interrupting the course, uh, you're, you're interrupting the economy, you're interfering with other people's rights. That's where that argument ends. If your First Amendment rights, if your First Amendment demonstrations, or so-called First Amendment demonstrations, are interfering with the rights and the freedoms of other Americans, that's where your rights end. It, it was the same argument I had during COVID. If, if your, if your uh, safety depends on me disrupting my life and the way I do uh, my my regular daily business. If you want me to comply with ever whatever your rules are for the your safety, that's too bad. You've got to amend your life and your routine that's best for you. Don't depend on me to ensure your public safety. I cannot do that. I can assure you, I'm not going to physically harm you in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I am not going to change the way I go about my my daily business, and that's the same here. Once you start infringing on other people's freedoms, on other people's rights, on the way that they're living their lives, blocking them from getting to where they need to go on one of the busier travel weeks of the year, uh, certainly Christmas, uh, just a couple days after people are going home uh, and, and uh, enjoying the rest of their vacation with their, their immediate family at home or, or wherever they're going, maybe they're jetting off to uh, other locations to continue their vacations, you're, you're the problem. 844-500-4242. Rick, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Rick. Hey, hey, Taylor, happy new year to you and your family. Thank you, you too. Um, well, thank you. Always good to chat with you. If I may, Taylor, real quick. Yeah, the disruption, having lived in L.A. years ago, it was chaotic then. I can't imagine how, how this put people out, the domino effect of the folks that needed to get somewhere that quick. I guess I'm piggybacking on what you said. I couldn't agree more. I just, the disruption, there has to be a harsher penalty for it because it really does disrupt the lives of people that really have very important things to do. Yeah, Rick, I, I see a lot of the videos that come out of Europe, especially, and they, whenever this happens, especially with the climate protesters, they'll sit in the road, they'll cement their hands together, whatever it is, stupid stuff. People will get out of their cars and bodily drag these protesters to the side of the road and continue to do so until they give up. And then they, they let traffic proceed. And that's not the way things are handled here. They, we put on the kid gloves to deal with these protesters. And I don't get it. 
Uh, these these are domestic terrorists in my eyes. They are are putting people's lives at risk. You don't know what's going on in in the vehicles that uh, are occupied on on these roadways. You don't know where people need to go. You don't know what kind of situations they're dealing with at that moment. You're disrupting so much that you're not aware of. Uh, never mind just the regular commerce of everyday life. You could be putting people's lives in jeopardy. Um, whether they're emergency vehicles or not, somebody somebody could be on their way to a friend's house to talk them down from a ledge of, of some sort or prevent them from taking pills or you never know what is going on. And, and you could be costing people's lives. It's sick. It's selfish. It is. Uh, and none of these people are willing to risk their own lives. They uh, standing in the middle of a roadway and holding a sign is not risking your life. You you could be putting other people's lives at risk by doing that. You want to show your support? You defect from the United States and you you take up citizenship in in uh, Gaza and and you fight for Hamas. Go ahead. That's that's your right to do so if that's what you want to do. But don't make it an issue here. It's not. 844-500-4242. Happy New Year to you. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from MyPillow. They're bringing you their biggest bedding sale ever. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. Look, if you know how much a bad night's sleep can ruin your day. Start your day off right by starting your night off right. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code HOWIE, or call 800-658-4965, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 while quantities last. That is MyPillow.com. Use promo code Howie. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. Get a crash course from the captain on everything he's talking about in today's show. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on today's edition of Howie's Homework. You'll be up to speed on today's news in no time. Howie Car is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. New customers can save $10 and get free shipping at Balance7.com with code HOWIE. Now, today news came out that Amazon Prime Video is going to start charging users extra to go ad-free. Otherwise, their programs, movies, and TV shows will be interrupted by advertisements, limited ads, they call it, but you'll have to pay $2.99 extra per month for the new ad-free option on Prime Video. And if Amazon's going that way, you can rest assured Netflix will probably soon go that way. All of these different streamers, they, they, they get involved with their own productions and it costs a lot more money to pump out their own stuff because they won't have to pay licensing fees to all of these other studios that also have their own uh, streaming companies. It's, it's, you cut the cord, and this is what you end up with. You, you just 
end up with this this complete kaleidoscope of streaming services that are all nickeling and diming you so that uh, you're you're being built for the same amount of money that you would be for a cable provider so it's it's all just it just all goes it, it's become unraveled Jared, what's today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is would you remain a subscriber to your favorite streaming service if they began showing ads that interrupted your program? No. 78% say no. 22% say yes. I'm glad to hear it. Um, yeah, I've gotten rid of a few, not because of that reason, but be, just because the prices were... The, every every time I turn around, they... Uh, they're hiking fees. I, I start. I paid extra for the 4K option for YouTube TV. They don't have any 4K programs. There's there's no like maybe a sporting event that I'm never going to watch. But other than that, there's no 4K programming. And it's 2023. What are we doing? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. James, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, James. Yeah. Um... Getting back to this uh, thing with Los Angeles Airport Mm -hmm. and JFK, any of these people that have been arrested must have been really violating the law. And if they're found out to be illegal aliens, immediate deportation is... I I seriously doubt that they were illegal aliens, James. I mean, these these were people that were taking up causes for pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas... I, I've never seen, maybe I'm wrong, but I've, I've never seen a, a, an illegal alien uh, thus far joining in protests for uh, Hamas. Have you? Well, why did it come to my mind then? You know, if they're illegal aliens and they're doing this kind of nonsense, I want them out of the country, period. End of story. What, what if they're legal citizens? Do you want them out of the country? No, I just want them punished uh, the way they should be punished. But if my, my point is, if they're illegal, they have no business doing any of this stuff. Right. Thank you very much for the call, James. I mean, that goes for any... I mean, they've already committed the crime if they're illegal aliens of, of crossing the border illegally and should be deported. But uh, we're, we're not doing that. We're we're buying the asylum loophole and giving them these, these court dates that they're not showing up for. Johnny, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about something else, but I'm, I, with your last call just brought up a, was a good point. I served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and so he does have a good point. If they're American citizens, if they're gay or a woman, we'll give them a one-way ticket to Kabul. Let's see how the Taliban treats them. I, you know? I mean, the, I wouldn't go as that far, but the, you should absolutely pose that question to them and show them direct evidence of what happens to to people who uh, completely go against their social code of conduct, their religious codes of conduct. It's it's pretty much a, a torturous and, and lengthened death. It's 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 a cruel, cruel fate that they're met with. They there's no mercy to, to people that that especially the members of the LGBTQ community. And it seems to be a lot of those are, are the ones that are heading up these protests. Thanks very much for the call, Johnny. 844-500-4242. We've got a lot more callers on the lines. We will get to you right after the break, but we've got to take the break, of course. And there's other news to get to as well, other airport-related news. Uh, great video, I'm sure you've seen it, of this Delta employee very professionally handling a situation that he was faced with when he was told to use the right pronouns. 
it didn't go so well for the uh, confused individual, which was not the Delta employee. We'll be back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show. By the way, Howie Carr's latest book, Paperboy, is still available for sale. If you go to HowieCarshow.com and click store, you can order your copy of Paperboy. Read all about it. Howie's memoirs, his life in the media, and it's a great read. Tucker Carlson says so. And that's right on the cover as well. And it's, it's a fantastic read. Great pictures inside and just plenty of information. It's a, it's a nice, thick, good book for uh, your perusal. HowieCarshow.com. Click store if you'd like to order. Pay- if you didn't get it for Christmas, if it was on your Christmas list and nobody got it for you, get it for yourself. HowieCarshow.com. Click store. Ronnie, thanks for holding on. You're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Ronnie. Hi, yeah. Earlier today on Truth Social, I was very surprised. Trump came out and said he basically accused his opponents of maybe trying to steal or rig the Iowa caucus. I'm really surprised he would make such a baseless accusation. Do do you recall him ever doing anything like that before? What was the exact quote he said? Uh, I don't remember specifically, but just, you know, about that, you know, I guess DeSantis and... um, and Haley might try to do something unethical and and try to uh, to steal and rig the, the caucuses. Why why would Trump stoop to such a level of making accusations like that, especially at this stage of his career? I mean, well, I mean, look at all the ways they've tried to uh, uh, rig the elections every single time he's run. Twenty sixteen, you had the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Uh, 2020, you had the COVID hoax, uh, the mail-in ballot hoax, and and God knows what else was going on. And now this time around, you have states actually just blatantly coming out with their Supreme Courts trying to remove him from the ballots uh, unethically, illegally, without precedent. Why why wouldn't he be suspicious of any um, perceived action against him by even his opponents uh, to to get this election uh, rigged for his uh, removal? Yeah, I guess so. Do you remember? Do you remember Trump ever doing anything like this before? Doing what? What? what get to the point, Ronnie. What? What are you trying to get at? I don't know. Maybe there's kind of like a trend here where every time he's involved in an election, he says it's rigged and stolen. Did, 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 did I did, did I not just mind? lay it out to you how it has been? What What is your point, Ronnie? My point is, no matter what he's involved in, he sits and cries and says it's rigged and stolen. And has he, it not, he, he, Ronnie, Ronnie, he has, you heard what I just said. Has it not been rigged? Listen, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on the whining about it. I, I'm, I'm over the whining about it. Just do the best you can and, and, and make sure that it, it, do everything in your power to make sure that it's not rigged against you and work with what you have and be preventative about certain things. But I just laid out for you just only several of the, the, uh, the, the times where it has been rigged and, and taken out for, or tried to be taken out from underneath him. Why shouldn't he be upset about that? Are you like a regular cult member or do you have a spot on the board? What is, what's the name of your cult? 
I hate Trump. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. That's that's such not that's a not creative name, Ronnie. You got to find something better than that. Thanks very much for the call, though. A very very lame attempt at uh, pointing out that Trump has opposition and uh, has has uh, forces unseen working against him. I, I'm not a Trump shill. I've I've been accused of being communist for for uh, my my views against Trump. I'm I'm not a Trump shill by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I'm done with Ronnie. You can get rid of him. But he's uh, certainly got his adversities and he is, you know, in the in the 2020 election, the covid thing. That was something the Republicans were completely unprepared for. They were, you know, just twiddling their thumbs, thinking of ways how they could get the Democrats to stop the mail-in voting scam instead of actually trying to go through and come up with a campaign of their own to continue the, you know, utilize that to their advantage because it was done legally by the Democrats, quote unquote, it became that the way things are done now, but the Republicans were slow to walk. They, they couldn't get their, um, they couldn't get their stuff together in order to utilize that that faction. And so I, I didn't see, and I'm looking at Trump's Truth Social right now, I see nothing about uh, Iowa caucuses being rigged. Certainly he has his problems with Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. He doesn't like either one of them. Um, but the election is, is obviously being tilted away from, or they're attempting to tilt it away from Trump at this point in time. Look at what happened in Colorado. And they, they can't even stay by their decision. They had to act, literally stay their decision uh, so because they knew that the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, would take it up and probably overrule them because they know it. It's baseless. It lacks any precedent. And they don't have the power to do that. They don't have the power to take a, a verified, vetted uh and formerly elected president of the United States off of the ballot. He hasn't been convicted of anything. He hasn't been charged with anything in relation to the uh, so-called insurrection. 844-500-4242. Robert, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Robert. You handled that beautifully. Oh, thanks. Just a, just a, uh, a, quick, a quick question and then a, a, some good news. What is the first job of the president? Any president. Uh, to protect and defend the Constitution? Absolutely. Now for some good news. Uphold the Constitution, yeah. Okay, an executive order trumps a law. A law cannot override an executive order. But guess who can? The Supreme Court. One judge could invalidate every executive order that Biden has issued in the last 22 months. And they could do it almost overnight. And I have never heard anybody mention this on TV. You've got to cut off the head of the snake. What what executive order uh, would, would you have uh, done away with first, Robert? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, he's spoken about 700 immigration laws. It's hard to choose. 
Yeah, I don't know the legality of that. I mean, as long as the the executive order is not in uh, opposition of of the U.S. Constitution, uh, I think it's really up to another administration to overturn it or somebody to challenge it on legal precedent, and then the Supreme Court can come in and decide it. But I I don't think any one judge can just uh, carte blanche (laughs) say, we don't like that one, and it's done away with. I don't think that's the way it works, though. But thanks very much for the call. Dave, you're next on The Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Dave. Hi, Taylor. Hey. Um, I, I would like to just say two callers ago, Ronnie, mm-hmm. and I know you're an expert on this, recognizing Trump derangement syndrome. It took you 90 seconds. It didn't take you. It took him 90 seconds to say the reason he was calling, which was to trash Trump. And when you asked him for any, any evidence, he said, well, I don't really have any, but uh, I know it's true. Right. So the, the, point, the, the point I'm making is, Trump derangement syndrome is very, very deep. And when you have people that want to believe what they're going to believe, you cannot get through to them. He couldn't, if you asked him, tell me one policy, one position, anything that President Trump did that didn't help the vast majority of Americans, he couldn't. He would not be able to give you an answer. No, he would just say he's well, racist and xenophobic and yeah, all of the usual yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and lastly, to your point, you want to know why President Trump, even if he did do that, which he didn't do and he didn't provide any evidence, has there ever been a politician, Democrat, Republican, independent, in the history of this country that was undercut, undermined, set up and uh, basically attacked from day one, even before he was uh, even before he was inaugurated, like Trump. Name one charge that has any credibility to it that means anything. It's like living in the twilight zone with these liberals. They are nuts. No, there's not been another candidate that has been aware of the the deep state uh, attempts to undermine them. I'll say that. There may have been campaigns to, uh, you know, kind of rig the election one way or the uh, the other uh, that, that uh, we didn't know about until decades later, uh, specifically looking at the JFK as an example. But as, as far as openly and out in the public and so blatantly and repeatedly with, with every angle they can think of, absolutely not. There's not been another one. And every one has been in proven to be a complete falsehood. We don't have to rehash the, the whole series of, of made-up scandals against Donald Trump that were nothing burgers or, or completely faked. Uh, it's, and they'll, they'll keep trying to get away with it, too. They'll keep trying to get away with it because they know that there's that faction out there that they're, they're bitter clingers. They, they, they are in on everything. They, they want to believe everything they hear negative about Donald Trump. Then a lot of times it takes, um, you know, for instance, if you have a family member who does nothing but watch network news and, and CNN and MSNBC, you've got to really point out to them that they're being fed a lot of garbage and show them the actual story and, and show them that, you know, for all of the reporting that these networks do, they don't come out with the retractions that they should be coming out with. If they do, it's a very quick five-second blurb, and, and it's you blink, you miss it, if, if you even catch it at all. Um, 
you've got to get them to start paying attention to alternative news sources. Share some stuff on your social media. Send them, send it to them directly. Annoy them with some stuff, and you know, begrudgingly, maybe they'll open one of these things and and read an actual news story about something that was completely made up and they were lied to about, and they'll start to see the light. Thanks very much for the call, Dave. 844-500-4242. Bob, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Bob. Bob is gone. I'm sorry, Bob. We'll uh, we'll get back to you. 844-500-4242. As the left ramps up their efforts to abort babies, we need to ramp up our efforts to save babies. I, I can't stress this enough. And because of our partnership with Preborn, an organization dedicated to saving the lives of the unborn, we can do just that. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies as they compete head-to-head with the abortion giants. You see, they offer a mother considering ending the life of her child a free ultrasound. Once she sees her baby growing inside her and hears the heartbeat, her baby's chance at life is doubled. And now through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled too. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and more for up to two years, because one of the the largest uh, deciding factors in having an abortion is financial and uh, the money that's required to raise a child in in a loving and, and caring environment, they help out with that. Beyond the ultrasound, past the birth, they help these mothers in just about every way they can think of and and get them the the resources that they need to make sure these children are being raised in loving, caring, and uh, stocked homes. You're offering double blessings. Now is the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. Please double down today. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. Howie Car. He's Howie Car. All right, so Ronnie, the uh, the caller who is uh, apparently making the rounds on these talk shows, and uh, he he pointed out, he said that uh, you know Trump's going around saying that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are trying to cheat in the Iowa caucuses, um, and I asked him to point out his evidence for that, and he couldn't come up with it. So I went out and I found the the quote, the clip that he was referring to. And this was put out by Donald Trump yesterday, and this is what he said. Go ahead, Jared. Out for caucuses. Teach them how to caucus. Take them in your car on caucus night. If you have to uh, do whatever is necessary, we got to get them in. we got to make America great again. So do whatever it takes. If you do, we will win and win big, and that's what you have to do. You know the other side does cheat, and we're not going to let that happen. We cannot let that happen. But that's what we need from you. Get in your car, get a lot of people, and get down and caucus. Give a great speech for me. I hope you will, and I know you will. I have such confidence in you as you had in me and you have in me. He says, I know the other side cheats. He didn't say Nikki Haley. He didn't say Ron DeSantis. He didn't say other Republicans. He said the other side, Democrats, they cheat, and that's been proven. So 
Ronnie, uh, I don't know. You said you're part of the I Hate Trump cult, and uh, they've got they've done a great job in brainwashing you because you're hearing things now that that haven't been said at all. So maybe educate yourself before you start calling into these radio shows and, and do a better job of trying to manipulate the, the programming. 844-500-4242. Kevin, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Thank you, uh, Taylor. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm a retired uh, military member. I spent 20 years in the Air Force. And, um, you know, when I went in the Air Force, I had to take a, an oath of office um, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. It's very similar to the presidential oath. Right. The same oath uh, that President Trump took. And um, I don't have Trump derangement syndrome. I don't hate the guy. But to me, he, he violated that oath. You know? How so? He went against the Constitution. Well, January 6th, when he was trying to uh, incite those people to go to the Capitol. How did, how did he incite, how did he incite invalidate, them? Invalidate the election of the of a of a United States president, you know? Well, he called on Mike Pence to do his duty. He didn't call for anybody to, to institute mob rule. How did he incite an insurrection, Kevin? Well, he didn't, he, didn't, uh, he didn't ask Mike Pence to do his duty. He asked Mike Pence he did. to do something that was completely illegal. It was against the Constitution. No, he, there, there was uh, legal, legalese <laughs> then that uh, even Mike Pence uh, acknowledged but wrote it off as symbolic that he had the power to right. uh, dismiss the electors uh, and, and their right. ballots. But what, what you said Trump incited those people to go to the Capitol and storm the Capitol. What did Trump say or do that you would say that was the point that he incited those people? Well, you saw the speech he made. I did. Uh, I did. Did we see the same he, speech? He invited people to march down to the Capitol and, you know, take their country back. And, you know, no, they no, no. He didn't. No, no. He said, I want, I know you're going to march to the Capitol and make your voices heard peacefully and patriotically. Right. So what, what did they go down there for? Like a picnic? Uh, uh, that's the way you guys are making about it. It was like it was I never said it was a, a picnic, Kevin. Whenever I've filled yeah. in, whenever I've filled in and talked about January six, I've called it out. The people that went into the Capitol and broke in were idiots, and they were morons. And I don't count right. them as as patriots. I count them as as idiots. Now, have they been held, uh, you know, unfairly and and prosecuted unfairly? Absolutely, I agree with that. But I don't support uh, what they did, and I also don't think that Trump incited them to do what they did. There's nothing to show that. There's nothing to support that. Yeah, I just don't see that he has conservative values in mind. I mean, the only thing that I see that he is is uh, all out, all in for is himself. I mean, I, I don't see illegal immigration. Like you don't think he had the the country's interest at heart with uh, building a wall and curbing illegal immigration? You don't think he had the country's interest at heart in trying to curb the the fentanyl uh, epidemic that we have? You don't think he had the country's best interest at heart by getting the economy up and running and getting things made in America again and and uh, negotiating? much more fair trade deals with, with China and Mexico and Canada. Um, the list goes on, Kevin. You don't think you had the country's best interests at heart with those those things? No, those are some good things for sure, but you know what? Well, well, I mean, the more I'm talking to you, the more it sounds like you're going to vote for Trump because you're agreeing with me, Kevin. Who are you going to vote for in 2024? You're not, letting me, you're not letting me talk. I mean, what worries me about Trump is everybody that was in his cabinet that he got rid of, okay, which were a lot of good men, 
um, you know, uh, the generals, the military generals he got rid of, which were his godrails at the time that he was president the last time. I'm sorry, I've got to hold you there, but uh, I wish we had more time to, to let your voice be heard, but I've got a hard break here. Thanks for the call. We'll be back. This is the Howie Carr Show.